0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English-language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, March the 8th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The security tensions. In the south, an IDF tank fired in the Khan Yunus area after terrorists detonated an explosive device near an IDF bulldozer that was working by the Gaza side of the security fence near Kisufim. There were no Israeli casualties. Hamas-affiliated media reported that an activist in the organization was injured. Israeli farmers were instructed to leave areas next to the border fence. Meanwhile, the rocket fired earlier this morning from the Gaza Strip toward the western Negev was located inside Israeli territory near the border fence. The rocket firing set off red alerts in Kibbutz near Am and the Sterot area. Israeli security forces have been on a heightened alert for rocket fire from the Gaza Strip following yesterday's raid in the Jenin refugee camp in which six Palestinians were killed, including the terrorist who murdered Israeli brothers Halel and Yagel Yaniv in a shooting attack in Hawara a week and a half ago. The police commissioner, Yaakov Shabtai, also raised the police readiness and presence in Jerusalem, in the seamline areas, and in mixed cities. He also ordered assigning an operational vehicle to every two Yamam commando unit members, even when they're not on duty, in order to shorten the time needed for them to respond to emergency situations. In a related development, there's been an improvement in the condition of the three Yamam Counter-Terror Unit members who were injured in yesterday's clashes in the raid in Jenin. One who sustained moderate condition underwent surgery at Rambam Hospital. The two others were lightly hurt and are expected to be released from hospital today. The corneas of brothers Halal and Yegel Yaniv, who were murdered in last week's attack in Huara, have been transplanted into four patients at Balanson Hospital in Petah, Tikva. Economic damage from the government's judiciary overhaul. Israeli tech unicorn Riskified has announced it is transferring $500 million out of the country and offering a limited number of relocation packages to interested staff members. The fraud prevention company's CEO and co-founder, Ido Gal, said in an email to staff that the company was transferring the money, which was essentially all of the firm's reserves in Israel, due to concerns that the government may begin to place restrictions on cash transfers. Gal also said that the company would be expanding its research and development operations in Portugal and that there were relocation options available for staff. Yesterday, the international ratings company Moody's issued a warning of long-term damage to the Israeli economy if the judicial reforms are enacted as the coalition has planned them. The agency said that the proposed reforms and weakening of the judiciary could have a negative effect on Israel's credit rating and harm economic growth. Meanwhile, the head of economics at the Kohelet Policy Forum, the right-wing think tank that has promoted change in Israel's legal system, has panned the government's judiciary overhaul, warning of political and economic consequences of the changes currently being legislated. In an open letter, Professor Michael Sarel wrote that he supports reform through a compromise that will fix the severe flaws in the system of checks and balances in the current regime in Israel— without significant exposure to future damage to the character of the regime. But the current government plan does not do this. Amid the swirling talk of the various compromise proposals on the judicial overhaul, the coalition is working to speed through passage of its original plan next week, advancing in an unprecedented manner the two main parts in parallel— The part of the reform dealing with changing the makeup of the Judicial Selection Committee and preventing the High Court from striking down basic laws is to be advanced in a series of marathon sessions in the Knesset Constitution and Law Committee to prepare it for second and third readings. At the same time, the component of the reform regarding judicial review over regular legislation and the override clause is to be taken up ahead of a first reading in the plenum. Organizers of the protests against the judiciary overhaul are planning a series of demonstrations and disruptions tomorrow, including around Ben-Gurion Airport, where Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and his wife Sarah are expected to tomorrow fly to Rome. Protests are also expected in Tel Aviv, as well as in Modi'in, outside the home of the Justice Minister Yariv Levine. Frictions between the police brass and National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir, some 40 retired senior police commanders, including former police commissioners, have called on the prime minister to remove Ben-Gvir from the post because of his conduct. They said in the letter that Ben-Gvir is carrying out what they called a hostile takeover and issuing operational orders to commanders in contravention of his authorities. Ben-Gvir's response, some of those officers destroyed the police and he is now fixing the damage they carried out. International Women's Day. In a report issued ahead of the day, the Central Bureau of Statistics says that Israeli women marry and have babies at a later age. The trend is evident among both Jewish and Arab women. The weather outlook, chance of drizzle to light local rain tomorrow in the north and the center. Friday will be warmer, hot for the time of year on Saturday, mostly in the hills and inland. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 16, Tel Aviv 19, Haifa 17, Beersheva 19, and in a going up to 24 degrees Celsius.